What up, squad? Welcome to the ADAPT session where we have intrinsic conversations on exercise, mindset, and life's ever-changing experiences with your hosts, Joe and Mondo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're good, you're good. You're good. Jump in, girl. Man, so she good. is so excited, guys, to be with us. Go ahead and introduce yourself, girl. Tell me who you are. Hello, my name is Raven, and I am a health and beauty coach. Awesome, everybody. She's so excited to be here. She just had to just jump on in and hey, join us. Excited? You know what's excited, though? What? Boy got a light. Uh, okay. I know. It's way brighter now. It's way brighter. I, I look like I'm hiding in the shadows no more. Yay. There you go. Yeah, me, me and Armando, we're, you know, slowly buying some stuff to invest into this podcast. And we happen to get a little bit of a light. As soon as it gets dark in here, I'll turn mine on, too. But Armando, you, your screen looks good, bro. Thank you, sir. Otherwise, I'll be in the dark of the shadows. Yeah, I feel you. So better quality for, for you guys out there who uh, get a chance to see us live. And for those of you listening, well, you ain't really got to worry about it. You good. Hopefully the audio is good. Um, and today we're pretty excited. You just heard Raven introduce herself. She is a health and beauty coach. And she does that. She helps people by um, speaking a little bit about nutrition. Um, she is nutrition certified. And that's where essentially beauty starts from the food that you consume, the things that you put into your body, not the makeup that you put on the outside. And Raven's going to talk to us a little bit about her experience with that, um, her nutrition journey, her health and beauty journey as a coach, and um, you know how, how she dabbled upon that and, and how she started. So Raven, um, how did you start doing that? What, uh, what led you down this path? I'm trying to think where it all started. I feel like I started caring about nutrition in my early 20s when I started to gain weight for the first time. And when I look back now, I realize it was um, definitely because of a lot of drinking that was going on, which happens for a lot of people in their early 20s, I would say. Sounds like you um, had a good time. <laughs> yeah. So I used to work in clubs and anybody that knows that has worked in clubs, you know, like drinking is a big part of it. Um, so you were, hold up, hold up. So you were working in clubs and you were drinking. On yeah, the job. so that's it. Like, that's what you do. Like, it, it sounds super twisted, but it is, that is how it goes. Like, you kind of develop relationships with like regulars and people that come in. And like you, they want to buy you drinks, and and that's just how it goes. And I'm in the wrong so, field. I gotta switch. And as someone who frequents clubs, and as someone who frequents clubs and has a little bit of a party streak, you know, I can confirm yeah. there's a lot of yeah, drinking yeah. goes on over there. All right, Big Mondo. <laughs> so yeah, um, but I mean, and it, it is fun. Like I had a lot of fun, but the lifestyle definitely <laughs> catches up with you. Hmm. Um, and I got pretty unhealthy pretty fast and, and I gained weight. I didn't even like notice that I gained weight. I just kind of noticed my clothes weren't fitting like they used to. And I was like, hold on, what's going on? So I got a gym membership and, um, at 24 and I had a personal trainer and, um, and so I would go before work, I would go and work out. 
and then but then I would just go to work and drink again so it was kind of like <laughs> pointless and my trainer is like you have to stop drinking and I was like okay 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 but I just like wasn't ready like I was I was just like in that lifestyle you know yeah, so sure. um, so I actually ended up I worked there for I worked in clubs for like a couple years and then I ended up like getting fired from drinking too much club no it was like stupid. I think <laughs> okay, it was like a lot of girls a lot of girls were in clubs and there was like drama and I think some girl kind of like lied and said something that I didn't do because I had no idea why I got fired I was like what the hell but it honestly ended up being the best thing for me because I, hmm. I got a lot healthier after that oh, so okay. kind of kick-started your your nutrition journey I was yeah like, oh. okay yeah so right at right as I got fired I um I got really sick. I got an infection in my blood. Wait, and hold on. I, yeah. How did that happen? So it started with a bladder infection and then from the bladder, um, it goes straight to your bloodstream. And I guess I just didn't really know I had a bladder infection. And so it led to my bloodstream and I all of a sudden was like getting a fever really bad. Um, and I had the chills and my heart rate was really fast and it was like kind of like weird like I thought I had the flu at first but it felt a little bit worse mm -hmm. so um so I ended up going to the emergency room and they're like yeah you have a really bad infection in your blood so we're keeping you here and they will not let me leave for two weeks I was there oh wow are you and then, wow that's crazy so let me but ask they, the it's like oh yeah go ahead um you said that you didn't know that you had that bladder infection, so it's possible that you were walking around with that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. And it's like, usually you have symptoms, but sometimes you just don't. And um, the doctor did say that drinking a lot, like, had probably a lot to do with it. Because think about, like, what it does, drinking does to, like, your liver and your bladder. Like, it's just, like, like abusing it, you know? That's right. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I really didn't know that I had that. And then, um, so I was in the hospital. Um, and, and then when I was in the hospital, I was really dehydrated. So they had an IV in me and they were pumping me full of fluids and then they gave me too much. So the, the liquid seeped into my lungs and then I had pneumonia. So I had a blood infection yeah. and pneumonia. So I was in ICU. It was really, it was like so crazy. I was so sick. I don't think I ate the whole time I was in there. I, I lost like all that weight that I was complaining about. I lost <laughs> it all because I was sick. I got so thin. So, every, so everybody listening, Raven's suggesting that if you want to lose weight, you got to just get sick. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> I felt so dead. Um, but how, yeah, much weight so, did you, how much weight did you lose when you were in there exactly I think like oh my gosh I don't know because I've never been like huge on a scale like I don't really like look at it I think it was like 20 pounds wow okay that's a lot but of maybe I'm exaggerating because that's like too much for two weeks I mean it, it could have been if, if you didn't eat anything it's quite possible yeah uh, I mean I really didn't I like barely barely ate anything 
And another thing to take into account, though, is also because you had a fever, like they said that you had a fever. Yeah, I had a really high fever. You're sweating a lot. So yeah. your body's going to be burning a lot of calories trying to balance itself out. So Yeah, your body will. Well, and that too, it's like when you're sick, your body takes all the fat that you have and it, it uses it to mm-hmm. fight what is going on inside your body. So I think it that uses, was- It uses your reserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that is why everybody should have a little bit of fat on their Thank body. You. Like, Thank seriously, you. Seriously, don't be like, as like great as it looks or whatever, like even when I'm super thin and I like feel like I look my best in a way, like flat stomach, like I don't feel my best. I really, I don't. I don't know if, if anyone else can really relate to that. Oh, right here. Absolutely. Like energy, you know what That's I mean? Like energy-wise and stuff. I'm okay with being a little fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we're supposed to have fat because just like back in the day, like um, in the olden days. Um, Tell them. When you, you know, everybody would eat in the spring. That's when you hunt and you, and the vegetables grow. You, everyone would fatten up in the spring and. And then by the time winter came, there's no food. So everyone starved. And so all the fat that you kind of accumulate in spring, you, it burns off in the winter when you have nothing to eat. It's just the way it's supposed to be. So there you go. The, the, body, the body evolves, everybody. The body adapts. And yeah. fa- fasting is something that is, is pretty, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? It's, it's natural. It's, it's something that your body does when, when you don't yeah. have food around exactly. I'm really glad you said that Raven yeah it's so. true too like just how we're so used to eating all day every day we have food at our fingertips like that's not normal for our bodies in in reality like we are supposed to be hungry sometimes and not eat too much you know what I mean yes absolutely Raven tell us a little bit about um I think I remember you mentioning us when we first had our conversation about you coming onto the show that there was a few other things you were battling with. Um, and you yeah. were, uh, I think you said you had some um, vitamin deficiencies or nutrient deficiencies. Why don't you talk yeah. a little bit about that? So, okay. So this actually kind of ties in with being really sick. Um, I felt mm. so horrible. After I got out of the shower. I was, I mean, not the shower, the hospital. I was like, so like depleted I was so tired for a whole year I don't think I felt right um and I didn't realize that it was because I was like severely anemic um just from like kind of what my body went through but I think I kind of always naturally have been and if for those who are listening if you don't know what anemic is it's um an iron deficiency and when you have an iron deficiency, if you don't have enough iron in your body, there's not enough oxygen in your blood. So your heart kind of has to work harder. It's kind of hard to breathe sometimes. Um, you don't have a lot of energy. You can be really pale, really thin. Your bones can get brittle. It could lead to like a lot of um, really bad health problems if you don't fix it. So, um, I think I went to the doctor and nine times out of 10, when you go to the doctor and you ask and you tell them you're anemic, they're going to tell you to take an iron supplement. And 
I personally will say that is not the best way to go about it. Um, <clears throat> iron pills are like really hard on your body. And I think if you do take them, they will help. But it's like, there's a lot of really bad side effects that you'll have. So just like stum upset stomach. Um, that's, that's basically it. You just have like a really bad upset stomach because just pumping your body with like just a whole iron pill without any like fiber to help break it down. It's just, it doesn't really make any sense and your body's kind of like, what the hell? So with that being said, um, you can find iron in foods, in so many different foods. Um, but there are two different types of iron. There's heme iron and there's non-heme iron. And heme iron is what you will find in meat, in most dairy products, like um, eggs, <clears throat> red meat, and things like that. Is and it safe to say that's more for like animal products? That comes more yeah, from animal products? Yeah, animal products. Okay. So yeah. And then non-heme iron is what you're going to find in um, vegetables, like leafy greens and broccoli and things like that. Um, but the thing is, yeah, yeah. And then, um, but with heme iron, your body absorbs 15 to 30% of it. But with non-heme iron, which is in vegetables, your body only absorbs about 2% to 13%. Vegans and vegetarians, hope y'all listening right there. Yeah, and so it's kind of hard because there's some studies that say <clears throat> heme iron um, found in meat, that it's not good. And mm -hmm. I haven't really been able to look into that too much. So I don't have as much info as I wish I did on that. But obviously, like, you're getting way more iron. So for me personally, when I'm eating meat, I feel way better. And it takes time, you know? Like, it's not going to happen overnight. It is definitely a process. But mm -hmm. um, And then with um, non-heme iron, like, vegetables, so for vegetarians and stuff like that and vegans, a way that you can really um, increase your absorbency of the non-heme iron is if you're if you eat foods rich in vitamin c while you're eating um non-heme iron so i take i take a vitamin c um supplement every day just to kind of improve it and then also if you're taking probiotics that kind of helps your stomach absorb the, the iron as well awesome. so i do i take that also um two questions mind if i stop you real quick yeah yeah go ahead um on the vitamin c for people out there so supplementation um you can do that uh what are a few foods that you would recommend um that are high yeah so i was gonna say you don't have to take a supplement i do just for the extra mm -hmm. and because they honestly taste good too the like they're like orangey little chewables but um yeah they are good i have the airborne ones yeah, yeah. Or like even um, probiotics taste good because it's like a gummy. So that's why I kind of take those too. My, my probiotic is a Greek yogurt, so. Oh, yeah, that's good too. They have the yogurt ones. Um, yeah, so vitamin C rich foods. A lot of people think oranges, but honestly, oranges aren't even that high on the list. It's just, <gasps> it's so weird. 
but strawberries are like so rich in vitamin C. Strawberries, okay. Blueberries, even like broccoli. Um, what about lemons, just most citrus foods, grapefruit, stuff like that. Awesome. So and yeah. Then, do you take the probiotics, sorry, um, do you take the probiotics uh, for gut health to help with digestion so you can absorb those nutrients? What do you take the probiotics Yeah, for? well I do, I take the probiotics so that it does, it helps your stomach absorb the iron a little bit better than gotcha. it would. I don't have stomach issues really, but um, it does obviously, probiotics do help with your stomach as well. Awesome. So, yeah. Okay. Um, now, moving on from there, so since we touched a little bit about, um, well, I want to say a little bit about, but a little bit on uh, vegan diet, right, when we were talking about the uh, heme iron from meats, right, and obviously vegans don't eat meat and vegetarians don't eat meat. Um, obviously, vegetarians could get it from eating animal byproducts, as you stated a second ago, um, but other than, um, than vegan diet, um, what about keto, pescatarian, and we'll throw vegan in there. What are the pros and cons on those? What would so, you say? And, and, and do you have any experience in them yourself? Yeah. So actually, I think I, I had like a best friend when I was younger. Who, she was vegan. And I don't know. I just thought that was so awesome. I'm like, wow, like that's so hard. Like, how do you not eat meat? Like, <laughs> I know a lot of us like have grown up. We ate meat, you know? So that's just so crazy to think of a meal without meat. And so she did it like she was super healthy and, and it kind of inspired me. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to try it. And so I did, I think I was vegan for like a year and there was like a lot of like vegan superpowers, they call them, that <laughs> I did notice. Like I literally had no body odor, which was crazy. Like it just was like gone. And, um, <laughs> I'm just checking. I eat plenty of vegetables. I think I'm good. <laughs> like, I don't know what it was. Or, like, I didn't even, like, sweat as much for some reason. Have you oh. ever heard of the meat sweats? Me? <laughs> no, I don't eat that it's much meat. <laughs> I, used, I, used uh. to, I used to kind of meat. It was, it was a oh, my God. My no, I've never heard of that. That's hella funny. Because we would go, we'd go to House of Prime Rib, and he is like, oh, I have the meat sweats after. I'm like, what the <sighs> hell is that? And he'd be sweating, literally. <laughs> his, his, he probably ate, like, one of those huge steaks, and his body's yeah. working overtime to break it down, huh? Oh, and that, that's yeah. the thing, too, is, like, human, I personally believe, and there's so many different outlooks on it, but I don't think humans started eating meat. It just doesn't make sense. Like, we aren't, we don't have sharp teeth. We don't have claws. We aren't hunters. Like, our brains are smart to pull a bow and arrow and kill an animal, but I don't really think humans started eating meat. I think we evolved to eat meat. And so, yeah, our stomachs do digest it, but it takes a little longer and it's a little mm -hmm. harder for, for our stomachs to digest it rather than like a tiger or a cat or a bear. Like that's what their bodies are made to digest. So, yeah. I, like, I'd, I'd agree with you. We're, we're, we're not meant to eat that much meat, but we have evolved to eat some. I agree with yeah. you. I think our bodies like are body, to it. But yeah. something that I, I wanted to ask you to break down a little bit for our listeners, because some of them still don't really grasp the difference. Can you break down veganism versus vegetarianism? Oh, yeah. 
veganism is strictly plant-based. Um, no animal products, no meat, no eggs, no milk, nothing. And then vegetarian is just no meat, but you still eat eggs, cheese, butter, all that kind of stuff. And then there's also, I don't know, if, have you guys ever heard of pescatarian? Yeah, I have. Yeah, uh, so can, you, can you break that down too? Yeah, so pescatarian is just, um, you don't eat any meat, but you do eat fish. And I think pescatarians eat um, like eggs and stuff too. I think it just depends on the person, but yeah, there's that. And then I don't know if you've ever heard of ketotarian. Have you I, ever I, heard of that? I'm, I'm somewhat familiar. I've yeah, heard so I just read a book on it and it's honestly really cool. But it's just fish. It's like a keto diet, so it's high fat, but they eat fish and um, vegetables, basically. But no, no legumes, so like no peanuts, no beans, no chickpeas, no oatmeal. So that's definitely not the diet for me because I love all of those things. Oh, me too. Um, <laughs> I need to. I need to have my oatmeal, man. I, otherwise, I don't have. Yeah. Like that's well, such Am a Amano cool. just told everybody he's fluffy, so he needs to eat. <laughs> so yeah, the ketotarian diet is pretty crazy, but it is scientifically proven to work wonders in people's mm. lives. So really, okay. Well, yeah. What uh, what what could you tell us about that? I'm 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 curious. I'm interested um, in hearing that. So high fat diet is obviously well not obviously but it's it's really brain healthy so mm. people who are experiencing like brain fog or forgetting things or um just not feeling good and stuff like that um this diet is supposed to really help with that and that's kind of what why i wanted to try it because i just like i don't know you know like sometimes you just feel out of it and you're like maybe i'll just this will help you know mm. But it, it's hard. That diet is kind of hard. It would it would definitely take a transition for me to like completely do that. Mm -hmm. And then plus, like, um, I'm sure you've heard of like keto flu. I yes, I'm very familiar with that actually. Yeah, and it's like, well, it's just like when you're transitioning into a diet of of high fat, like nobody's body is really used to that because no one really eats like that. So your body kind of goes through a little bit of a sickness when you're transitioning into that. Mm -hmm. um, you just don't feel so great. And just getting through that, I don't know, it takes a lot of dedication because I don't ever want to feel yucky, you know? So Yeah, no, absolutely. It, the, the thing is, okay, touching back on, on what you were saying, Raven, about um, we're not necessarily built to eat a lot of meat, right? Mm -hmm. And then I'll get into keto in a second. Well, so our bodies evolved over the years. You're absolutely right. Back, so I've read I've read about two or three books already on um, Homo sapiens, humans, just our evolution, right? And what they say is, first, if if what they've um, of what they've encountered and found in fossils, if if that is true then we came from apes, right? Mm -hmm. And, and those apes don't really eat meat. They're, I guess you could say vegan, vegetarian. Um, yeah. the only, the only thing that they really do eat is like bugs. 
Oh. Right? They eat, but that's where they get their protein. They'll eat bugs. So, I mean, I guess if you want to consider that meat, but most people don't um, in the scientific community, but they eat bugs. That's where they got their protein. And they got yeah. a lot of their protein from eating plants, fruits, vegetables, mm -hmm. you know, just, just whatever was growing around. Now, as we evolved into human beings, then yes, you're absolutely right. We started developing our brains. And one theory is that we developed our brains how you were talking about from fat was from killing animals and eating that meat and getting the, the natural fat from the animals mm -hmm. that's a theory that's a theory it's not for sure yet there's another theory that human brains evolved into uh, and, and adapted um, more of a cognitive intelligence from eating wild mushrooms and basically going on a shroom trip right that's another one too i've heard Just, that one yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. So again, these are all theories and they have yeah. evidence to back it up, but, but nothing's proven for all we know, depending on what part of the world, you know, those, those particular human beings evolved and adapted to, you know, they, all those things could have um, helped our cognitive function and enhancement. But yeah. going back to that, right? So essentially we did evolve to eat meat. We didn't eat meat at first, obviously, if we're primates, if we're apes. So we, we evolved to eat meat, and that also became a staple in our nutrition. But for the most part, we ate plants, fruits, vegetables, all that good stuff. Um, and then going into the keto diet now, again, if that theory is true from eating meat, well, animals have fat. All living things and organisms, usually um, not plants, but other animals, we all have a little bit of fat on us. It's natural. We need some sort of reserve to pull from. If we're ever in a, let's say, life or death situation where, where we haven't encountered any food and we need mm -hmm. to fast a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. So, but my point is that from, from what I've read so far, and maybe, you know, if you have a difference of opinion on this and, and you have some information to shed some light on this, this would be wonderful. From what I've read and what I've learned so far is that over time, we've adapted to be omnivores. Eat mostly plants for sure. Mostly plants. Um, whether that be fats or carbohydrates that derive from plants, vegetables, fruits, but then we do eat some meat as well. And, and it seems to me like from what I've learned and what I've read that most people all over the world are omnivores. We eat a, a pretty uh, balanced diet. What, what, what would you say? Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. I think, I do think it's healthy to eat a little meat even though like just the way that the meat production business is, is so messed mm -hmm. up. That's true. I've watched one too many documentaries. I don't know about you guys, but. I, yeah, too many of them. And I've also yeah. you said about omnivores yourself, Jojo. Uh, one of the books that I read that was really eye-opening was Omnivore's Dilemma. Mm. Uh, and Food Incorporated, have you seen that? Yes. Yeah. That was a brutal, uh, documentary and that helped that's one of the reasons why i ended up going back to the gym after i uh, saw that documentary i was like it was a very eye-opening documentary and then reading omnivores dilemma and learning how one of the ways that the food industry capitalizes on the fact that historically as humans we do eat a lot of vegetables is that they put corn because there's such yeah, a corn is in everything. Corn is in everything, but not all the corn okay. is edible. So they had to process it in different forms and put it in literally everything that you eat. Yep. 
Yeah, that's a really good documentary. It's Food Inc. Food Inc. Food Inc. Okay, I haven't watched it in a long time, but I actually watched that in school when I was in nutrition. Mm. <laughs> so, that's a good one. English. And nutrition in English, because my English course, um, my university level composition class was based on food and society. Okay. And cool. so it was about food politics. And we, I learned a lot about it then and it really uh, scarred yeah. me. Yeah, it, it does scar you. It kind of sucks. But oh, yeah, that is so what, um, Yeah, I mean, you know what? I, I still believe strongly unless there is some evidence that changes my mind that we are omnivores, but I will agree with you guys, the way our food industry is and the way that they produce our meats um, is terrible um, because we used to eat wild animals um, mm -hmm. that ob obviously, you know, weren't fed all this trash. They didn't, you know, they weren't raised in these horrid conditions where they can get diseases and stuff like that. That's why the meat industry is bad but eating meat itself i don't believe it's bad um unless yeah, raven you have it. yeah you don't you don't think either right because um, it's just I've a circle heard, of life you know like yeah. it's you know like animals hunt animals and then we hunted animals too and it's like yeah. obviously it's just way overdone now and we like completely ruined it as humans but if you watch the lion king the lion king they were talking about the circle of life yeah they eat lion king baby. <laughs> But going back to, to you, the circle of life and, and, and how those, like what's bad about the food industry, like, so if you guys don't want to hear this, I would mute this section for like the next 20 seconds. They inject, they inject baby chicks with these steroids or these hormones. Yeah. Life cycle is about three to four months before they become adults but they get injected with these steroids and they grow up within six weeks. Not instant, mm -hmm. but within six weeks. Oh, that's crazy. So that's why you get some of those packages over in, in, in stores and you see like, like um, I'm not gonna name the names of the uh, companies, but if you have, if you get- No, the name them, you gotta put them on black. <laughs> All, right. All right, so because, of, because, because my girl Raven said so, Tyson, <laughs> Foster Farms. If you yeah. get even sized chickens, that's because they were given the steroids and they were they were prematurely grown. Yeah. Yeah, that that's a big thing too, is eating um if you're gonna eat meat, you have to eat organic. And it's like it's so hard because it's like more expensive and it's harder to find, but it's so much better for you. It will make you feel so much better. Um, there's not a bunch of antibiotics pumped into it and all these like horrible things for your body. And like, I just, so I just, you have to do organic. You have to. You sound passionate about it. I, I believe you. Yeah, because it. it's just so bad for you. Like people just don't realize like cancerous meat you're eating and you don't even know it. Mm, just yes. think about it like a miserable animal like a super sad miserable animal that never left a shed and never saw the light of day you know what i mean like wouldn't <laughs> yeah, you no, rather yeah. wouldn't you rather eat like an animal that just lived a happy life and then 
you know, I don't know. Some people just feel so differently about it. But I always remember this like stuck with me so much. Um, I used to have a regular named George. I'm a, I'm a bartender in real life. Um, but he'd always come in and he never really ate meat. And I was like, oh, are you a vegetarian? He's like, yeah, like I'll eat meat sometimes. And he's like, but literally, um, he was, um, he was like a doctor too. And he's like, every time I eat meat, I have a nightmare. I'm like, damn, like it really That's like crazy. affects people like that. You know, I, I would so. agree with you though. Those animals, um, the fear, um, the horrid conditions that they live in and they see other animals around them getting slaughtered, getting killed. And they see that right. And animals have yeah. feelings. They're living, they're, they're living things for sure. So yeah. if they're, if they're being raised like that and then they get killed, all that fear and those negative emotions, um, whether it be mental um, or, or spiritual, um, but they hold that in, in their body just like we do. And that, that just like that gets us sick and that lowers our immune system, mm -hmm. it does the same thing to the animals. And when we eat that meat, we're just injecting all those toxins into our body. And then that's why we feel sick. It's, it's yeah. you know, it's, it's a cycle. So we got to break it that. It really is. And you it really is. do Absolutely. taste the difference. And you really do taste the difference between um, like the organic meats versus the generic meats. You know, like you, you could. Yeah. And, and one of the things, and so I've been juicing at the gym now for eight years, I want to say. And one of the things that I've learned in those years and also taking, and also from Food Inc. and, and from, from my nutrition classes, you can tell the difference when the fruits and the vegetables are manipulated chemically versus the, uh, the, the organic ones. So for example, you look at, the, look at the oranges, right? Look at the skin of the orange. If it's really rough and it's really thick, there's a good chance that that one's been, there's, there's some chemicals in there. Because mm -hmm. if you get one from a tree, the skin doesn't feel anywhere near like that. Yeah, I was actually just thinking about this today. Um, I was reading about apples and how those are some of the worst, worst um, fruits that are that have so many pesticides. Oh, and I love apples. Yep. <laughs> I know, and like, so there's they. I think they put six different pesticides on apples, and the last one is it's like keeps the apple from browning when it's being transported. Yep. So it's it's labeled as a pesticide, but it's actually it doesn't kill bugs or um keep like moles away or anything well not moles because apples are from trees but like bugs or animals away but it's like so bad that last pesticide and it's like just like right on the apple and then you just eat it so that kind of sucks like if you're gonna eat apples you should try to get organic oh but what i was gonna say is um i used to have apple tree and the apples off my apple tree were not shiny you know, no, they're, they're, they're like matte. <laughs> they're like, they're kind of rough. Like that's how apples yeah. are supposed to be. They're not supposed to be all shiny and perfect. They're just kind of like dusty almost. Like, mm -hmm. like you I wash it off. Really obviously. They're really waxy. So if yeah, you, yeah, so yeah exactly. like even if you, with a napkin or with a towel, you really rub it, it gets smoother, but it's still not shiny. It's not, it's not like a shiny apple that we think is normal, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's another misconception. I mean, this is a, uh, some people think that uh, apples are supposed to be like 
shiny and shiny yeah. red apple. That's the best one to give your teacher. No, you want to give your teacher a real apple. <laughs> yeah. Real apple. Okay, <laughs> Raven. Same with like, uh, sorry, oh, I was no, going to say, go same with um, lemons too. Like there's so many lemon trees in my neighborhood and like me and my boyfriend will go and like pick them and stuff and they're like huge and like rough and just like crazy looking but that's how they're supposed to look they're not supposed to be all shiny and perfect and cute you know or they're not supposed to be like completely like hard and thick. yeah it feels like it feels like you're you're basically touching like uh i don't even know how to think about it. it's like, like, like a baseball it, it's like <laughs> yeah like, and then yeah you should be able to smell it from the outside like lemon you can never really smell it but if you pick it off a tree like you can really smell it you know yeah because uh, all natural everybody organic like, when, uh -huh. like when, when margaret brings her uh her lemons we can oh yeah they're different can, you can smell them in the kitchen because yeah see that's how it's supposed to be but that's when you so get the one the sun-kissed ones over at the store they're hard as hell and there's barely any lemon in there it's literally all skin yeah and there's like no juice in there it's so dry like it's it's, <laughs> it's so disgusting like, yeah. fake news fake news son but yeah. another thing another thing too that that we're talking about the corn and how corn is and everything mm -hmm. another thing that you could totally tell the difference is corn-fed meat versus grass-fed meat you can taste the difference big time yeah yeah, that also kind of reminds me of um, paleo diet. That actually might be the first thing that made me think about nutrition. I kind of forgot is I, in one of my first jobs, um, my boss was uh, paleo and she lost all this weight. And she was like, not only did I lose all this weight, but I feel amazing. Like, um, do, you, are, do you, are you guys familiar with the paleo diet? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, so just for those listening, um, paleo diet is basically um, based off of what cavemen used to eat. So nothing processed, like just meat and vegetables, like lightly cooked, right? Yeah. I think we kind of make like keto foods now that are like, like in a package, but that's not like, I mean, wait, did I say keto? I meant paleo. Okay. They make paleo foods that are in a package now, but... That's not real paleo. But yeah, so it's like grass-fed meat tastes completely different and way better for you. But yeah, that kind of reminded me of that. Oh, okay. What, what would you suggest, Raven? What would be your suggestion if somebody came to you and asked you or, or told you um, that they wanted some help because they were having a hard time losing weight and getting healthy? What would you suggest? I, uh, the main thing I always suggest, and this is like, it's so simple, but it's kind of like the hardest thing to accept is just eat real food. Like eat real foods that grow from the earth and like eat meats that are like fresh and not like breaded, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, that's the main advice I always tell everybody. And that was actually advice that was given to me that I, it like really kind of like shocked me just how simple it was. I'm like, oh, like that, that just like really simplified everything. Like don't eat anything out of a package. Don't eat, eat anything that you could just open up and just pop in your mouth, like chips or cookies. Even if it says like it's healthier, it's not. 
It's corn, like you said, Armando. Anything in a box is literally corn. And corn in your body turns into sugar, basically. And just your body doesn't like it. So that's the main thing I tell people. And like, um, as far as losing weight, obviously you're going to want to change your calorie intake a little bit. But it kind of depends because if you're working out more, obviously you're going to need more calories. So it's really just different for everybody. And I think that you know that too. Like, I think a lot of people, they think like, oh, like I'm going to follow this diet because this person did it and, and it worked for them so good. But that's just not how it works. Like it's so different for everybody. Um, I agree with that. Everyone has their own. Everyone has a different body. It also depends on what kind of body type you have, right? Exactly. Oh, you can be. I think, oh, like Joe is a Joe is an ectomorph. So for yeah, people, I was gonna bring that up. Like, I don't, I don't even know about those. I kind of have looked into uh -oh. it a little bit, but. So there's three types, right? There's yeah. ectomorph, which is myself. I'm an I'm an endomorph because I'm a little I'm, I retain fat, so I'm a little more to be, more likely to be fluffy, but I could I can gain muscle. Mm -hmm. Joe is more. Joe has to eat more in order to keep his muscle. Okay. Then there's the mesomorph, which is basically, I, I don't know how likely that one is, but those are the ones that are basically just naturally athletic. Okay, yeah, no, I definitely oh, oh, know. Gifted ones. Remember, Joe, the ones that are, that are naturally gifted? No, yeah. I have met people like that. I'm like, what the hell? Like, one of my ex-boyfriends would eat McDonald's and the most horrible shit, and, like, his muscles were, like, perfect he never worked out a day in his life i was like never worked out that's lucky guy no he did not work <laughs> out. it was insane but i think i'm more like you joe like i have to really like work to gain do you have to work to gain weight basically yep. so were you like scrawny back in the day yeah really <laughs> if uh if i stopped working out or if i didn't work out consistently whatever the case may be and um i just well if I stop working out, don't work out consistently, my appetite goes down, so I don't take as many calories in, and then I just yeah. start to get like, like, like super skinny. That's that's how my natural body is. That that was me my whole life. Yeah, and it's hard. Like, people, <laughs> I know people hate me when I say this, like, but it it really is like because first off, you're super thin, so you could eat anything you want. So then you end up eating a bunch of junk. You're like, oh, I I can eat anything I want, so. I'm just going to eat crap because I won't get fat, you know, but then it ends yep. up making you feel horrible because you're just eating all this stuff. Like I still kind of struggle with that in a way. Like I just, I ate ice cream today for no reason. You're all right. It's okay to indulge sometimes. <laughs> isn't it like, isn't it hot today anyway? So I mean, yeah, you're fine. It's just, the, the only problem is if people are doing that on a regular basis and then they're yeah. like, Oh my God, how did I gain all this weight or whatever? Or why don't I feel good? Oh, well, you know, regular basis, yeah. But in, to indulge sometimes, I I think I think uh, you'll be fine, and everybody out there listening, you guys will be fine. It's okay to indulge. It's okay to yeah. spoil yourself a little bit. You'll be okay. Definitely. So, I guess I guess um, the end thing is the journey is different for everybody, right? As far yeah, as that goes, it is so different. So like, and I think I used to ha make this mistake too, as I would just like try to follow something, some diet or some even like a workout routine, like they, you know how they have all those things like, uh, like booty challenge, 60 day booty challenge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those do not work. Like don't waste your money 
on those. Like you need to do things that are tailored to yourself. To that, you just have to challenge yourself, you know? My brother did that booty challenge and it didn't work for me. He wasn't very happy. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Love you, Gio. <laughs> Raven, as far as being a health and a beauty coach, we just talked about the health part. What about the beauty part? Because you have really nice skin, you got nice hair. Thank how do you, you mean how do you maintain that? You're very welcome. Well, this is another thing with nutrition is I used to have bad skin. Hmm. And um I don't know, it honestly just went away when I number one didn't drink anymore. Working out, like that really helps it like it really helps your your skin. It you kind of detox naturally you know like sweating out all these bad things um and yeah I mean and I always remember too like my best friend's mom she was an esthetician and I'd always be like what should I do with my skin what should I do with my skin and she's like it starts with what you eat like she she's like I tell all my clients like you have to eat well if you want your skin to look good so I mean obviously eat your fruits and vegetables. Every single fruit and vegetable has um, has something in it that will make your skin better or your hair better or your eyes shine brighter, like every single, every single one. And then, like I told you, there's this book. What's it's the book? What's eat the book? Pretty by Jolene Hart. This is it. Eat Pretty Actually, by Jolene Hart. It. Yes. Eat Pretty by Jolene Hart. I ordered that like so many years ago off of Urban Outfitters, <laughs> like just like a random book. And I think I bought it like for a friend. And then I started reading it and I was like, wow, like this is like the best book I have ever read. And it literally <laughs> just, and it's really cool because it breaks it down into the seasons, like what fruits and vegetables are growing in the spring and what what benefits it has for your body and for your skin and for your hair in that season so like winter vegetables they really keep your skin um more hydrated and <clears throat> because in the winter like you get cold and dry and everything and then in the summer like being in the sun summer vegetables they protect your skin from the sun like it's really crazy just how everything kind of ties into each other like that. So I'd really recommend that for anybody who wants to know about that kind of stuff. Um, What's the title on the author again for everybody? Um, the book is called Eat Pretty and the author is Jolene Hart. There you go, everybody. Yeah. So my question for this, now you talked about, we're talking about beauty and stuff. What would you, for our listeners who happen to be on the female side or the male side, what would you recommend? What kind of foods would you recommend for those who are looking to improve like their hair growth or their nails or their skin? What, what would you really recommend? Well, like I did say, literally every fruit or vegetable will contribute to that. Um, but I know we did talk about biotin a little bit. Um, sorry, biotin is a natural thing. It's found in a lot of fruits and vegetables and it really improves your hair growth, your, your skin, 
um, and your nails. So if you, I do take a biotin supplement. It's a gummy as well, and it tastes really good. You could get them anywhere, <laughs> at Walgreens, any health store. Um, so yeah, biotin is always good to take too. Okay. Biotin, all right. Yeah. I'll have to look it up. Raven, you mentioned last time that you wanted to start your own meal prep business. Yeah. Oh. I mean, so with quarantine going on, I'm definitely like, I don't want to go back to work. Like, I just got so <laughs> not working. I'm like, and I was just sitting here one day and I'm thinking like, what could I do to work from home? And like, obviously, <clears throat> nutrition is something I'm really passionate about. So I was kind of thinking, like, kind of brainstorming, like, that would be really cool for me to be able to meal prep for people. It was something that I actually thought about a long time ago when I lived in San Diego and I was going to school and I was like, this is so hard, like going to school and working. Like, what if I could just meal prep for people? So it is, it's like, it's definitely like a dream of mine that I like really want to do, but I want to do it right. And I want to like do it organized and professional. So I don't know. I, I got to like figure it out. What do, you, what do you think your first move is to head in that direction? Um, saving money. All you gotta do is save money. Okay. For work. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Just like having everything that I need, like all all the cooking utensils, and and just kind of doing more research with like getting um food at cost price, you know, mm -hmm. and just like the best places to get um organic foods because I would I would honestly do it all organic, just because I know a lot of people really really want that. And it's hard to find, honestly. It is, especially yeah. with meal prep services. That's why, that's why I was asking. I think for, you know, for anybody out there who's listening, I think, uh, you know, and, and they're in the area um, or, you know, maybe down the road when you work out logistics to deliver, you know, a little bit further. But I think a lot, a lot of people are looking for that. A lot of the meal prep services that are out there, you know, they're okay, but they're not the best quality food and they're not the best tasting. I've tried a handful of them. They're okay. What? I have tried um, a, quite a few too, and I would say like so many times, I would get them. They're not fresh, mm -hmm. just kind of like tossed around, and I'm just like, really, like I paid fifteen dollars for this salad, and it looks so nasty. I don't even want to eat it right now. <laughs> you know, like yeah, a lot of times like that. I definitely would like do it in a way where things could be as fresh as possible. And I kind of, I don't want it to be like those apps where like you kind of order online. Like I would kind of want to talk to my person that mm -hmm. I'm cooking for and like figure out like what exactly their goals are. And you know what I mean? Like I'd rather be more personal than just kind of like, all right, you want to order this and I'll drop it off. Like, you know what I mean? So. Honestly, if you were going to do something like that, you know, um, you would probably be able to charge more since it's personal because a lot of a lot yeah. of uh, apps where people order from or or they just call and place an order it's pretty general right so yeah if, if you're gonna cater to the person you're gonna take time to talk to them and make a specific meal plan and meals for them you, you should be able to charge more for that and i think a lot of people yeah. would pay and i like i want to give people advice and i want to help them I don't want to just like throw a meal like, okay, eat this, eat this. Like I want them to know like what they need and you know what I mean? You want to educate think, them. Yeah. I think that's what people really need instead of just like 
kind of blindly like oh i guess i'll order this because i think it's healthy you know like i agree i think it should be like that no absolutely i think that's the one thing that's lacking with that because people don't really know what they're ordering they just go oh you know like they'll go to like to those uh those prepping services and they'll just order whatever's on there because they think it's healthy but they don't really know why they're really eating i think yeah i think that's something that um that a lot of people are lost in like we didn't really mention this but we kind of hinted at it but as hard as it is to believe the working out isn't the hard part it's the and people go like what about the diet what about my diet so it's like but it's it's one thing to call it a diet it's another thing to make it your nutrition yeah and that is a huge thing is like it shouldn't just change your it, it is a transition like it doesn't happen overnight and it's a lot of learning but like you just have to like change the way you eat and just make it your life you know yeah and it can taste so good too that's another thing is people are just like oh no it's not gonna taste good but like it really can yeah you can. that's more i would say that's more of a of a mindset because yeah um you know i i can say that because i come from that kind of background where i when i the way that i used to eat was not healthy at all and once I started learning about nutrition, once I got educated on it, I consciously made those decisions on my own. Nobody told me to eat a certain way. Nobody told me to change my eating. I consciously mm-hmm. made those decisions by myself because I wanted to be healthier, right? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, because obviously, I was going to be a trainer and I wanted to live the lifestyle. But nonetheless, I wanted to be healthier for myself. So if people want that to happen, they got to make that choice for themselves. And they got to decide like, hey, if I really want this, if I just want to be healthy, um, you know, the vanity portion will come later if you want to look better. Um, But first, you're going to feel better. You're going to be healthier and you have to do it for the right reasons. And as soon as you make up your mind that you're going to do that, then the rest is easy. But unless you unless you do not really want to change, that's a problem. Yeah. And another thing I really try to go by, too, with eating is like um 80 percent healthy and then 20 percent kind of like whatever you want that yeah. kind of made it easier for me too because i was thinking like no i have to eat 100 percent healthy all the time and it's like that's not even like realistic especially when you're trying to transition into a healthier lifestyle like it takes time so just eat a little bit of like whatever like chips or whatever but as long as 80 percent of your diet is healthy then then you're you're making progress, you know. That's my outlook. Absolutely. Because honestly, truth be told, and there's people out there that are listening to this that are gonna get mad after I say this. You will never be eating completely clean unless yeah. you raise the food, and unless you, unless you're you're you're, unless you're you have your own garden, unless you're farming, unless you're doing everything yourself, you're never gonna be completely clean. Yeah, and that is a good point, though so many more people should have their own gardens i feel like it's kind of trending more now it is but that is like such an awesome thing not only just for yourself but for the planet like it's so good in so many different ways and it's fun like you get to learn i'm sorry to interrupt you no go ahead another good book now that you're now that we're talking about this so a lot of people in the city are starting to in cities are starting to have their own gardens even though they're tiny and there's this book, and I think that uh, you guys would both enjoy. It's called Farm City by 
Novella Carpenter. And she's actually from Oakland. Cool. It's in Oakland. So she lived in a very, um, a very uh, dangerous area, but she still had her farm. She still had her, her crops. She still had all of that. That's awesome. So you guys want to check that out. It's actually pretty interesting to hear it. And, um, but yeah, I, I agree with that the 80, 20 or the 90, 10 or whatever you want to do it. But the majority of the time you have to eat healthy. You have to eat clean. You have to make sure that you have, that your nutrition is on point because every now and then getting into, getting into a snack is okay. You know, like, I mean, some people are be like, no, I don't want to have that at all. And that's great. But at the same time, it's not going to kill you every, like, just to have it once, you know. But if it was the reverse, and 80 or 90% of the time you're eating a whole bunch of crap, but then you decide to make the, the, healthy, the healthy snack a, a every once in a while thing, then that's where you have it backwards. That's where you have it backwards, you know. I think, I think that uh, a lot of the times uh, people dismiss the, the nutrition portion of how important the working out is, and they say, oh, I'm not losing weight, or or I'm not, I'm not getting any stronger or my body's not changing. It's like one, they don't have the patience for it. And two, they don't realize that it doesn't happen overnight, that it's really, it's a process. And, I, and I'm sure Joe will agree with me because he's heard many clients in the past come up to him and say, why am I not losing weight after, after 15 minutes into the first workout? <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's not going to be that fast you're going to your body has to adjust your body yeah. has to adjust not just to the workout but also to what it's eating so if it's used to eating a whole bunch of high calorie salt and sugar and then all of a sudden you're bringing in a lot of water into your body it's going to take some time for it to uh, get used to it that's true and like your stomach the bacteria is in your stomach if you eat a certain way the bacteria in your stomach are used to it and mm -hmm. it takes a long time for that to change and it's uncomfortable you know so like you said like it really is it's a transition for everybody definitely Mama, what'd you say the name of that book was farm city farm yeah. city and, and who was the author novella carpenter you know like we were saying novellas Okay. Novella, Novella Carpenter. Novella Carpenter. Farm City, Novella Carpenter from Oakland, California. That's awesome. Okay. For everybody out there, check check that book out. Check Eat Pretty Out, Farm City Out. Those are some really good book recommendations. One by Armando, one by Raven. Um, and just just to touch a little bit on all that, um, I, I agree with both of you uh, very much so as far as eating, you know, 80, 90%, you know, really healthy, organic, grass-fed meat, vegetables, fruits, a little bit of carbohydrates, some healthy fats, because you need those things too for um, healthy cell processing and, and, and energy. Um, let me see. I, I would say that if people really want to get healthy, just like Armando said, it takes time. Just like Raven said, it's a process. You really have to start making little adjustments here and there. And you can't expect to just start eating completely healthy and not have anything. Like they said, like a little bit of ice cream or some chips here and there. You can still indulge in those things, just like they said. Um, and if you deprive yourself, you're probably going to go on a binge later on down the road. And that's mm -hmm. not going to be a good thing. 
right? Very so, um, yeah. So, so you know, just try to eat, try to eat better, try to eat healthier. Most people, you know, know what that is, know what it looks like. You just have to make that conscious decision on, on your own, and it's okay to indulge in some other snacks. It's not a big deal. You guys, you guys are gonna be good as long as you're putting in the work, setting the intention. You'll, you'll be just fine. And I will say this: if you guys really do miss some of that food, um, I'm sure that all of us have had experience with this, where we get clean and we're, we're eating nice and good, we're eating nice and healthy, and then we decide, you know what? Maybe a hot dog or something sounds good. You try it and then it messes you up, and you'll never want to have it again. I haven't had a, I haven't had a bratwurst in like eight years. <laughs> Good <laughs> Joe laughing because he was there with me when I had it last time. I was at the game. I, 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 I think the same thing happened with me too. <laughs> oh, that. oh, yeah. And just because it smells good, just because something smells good, don't be fooled into thinking that it's going to taste good either. Because when, yeah. when we go to Warrior games or we go or we go to a Giants game, you see them cooking the the hot dog wrapped in the bacon. I, like, Dude, those are so good. Those are so good. I'm so <laughs> I love <laughs> it doesn't, I don't like, like, it Especially smells good, but I know that if I have it, it's going to be, ah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I haven't the, had one in years, but. Them Polish like, dogs are good, but they run right through me. <laughs> yeah. I know, I'm good for real. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did, not hold on to it at all. God. I do want to suggest one more book for, um, Healthy Alternatives. It's a super funny book. It's called Thug Kitchen. Thug Kitchen. I don't know who it's okay. by, but there's probably no other book called Thug Kitchen. So you will be able Thug to find Kitchen. it. Thug Kitchen. So we got, yes. well, let me see. Hold on. Let me, let me go through the list. We got Eat Pretty. We got Thug Kitchen. And we got Farm City. And another right? one, the Omnivore's Dilemma. Omnivore's okay. Dilemma. Okay, everybody, go read that. And I got another one for you. Food. Food by Dr. Mark Hyman. Okay? MD. Okay. Wow, one of the few medical doctors that actually knows about nutrition. Yeah, I man. Know. Right? Well, that is a crazy thing. For anyone listening, your doctor probably doesn't know a lot about nutrition, sadly. I'm not going to say every doctor because some do, but most doctors, most doctors, the only nutrition class they have to take to become a doctor is the one I took. And it's just a basic nutrition course. That is it. Man, so. yeah, unfortunately, they're trained to um, kind of, uh, I guess. Sell the medicine side of things. Yeah, keep keep you sick not really get you healthy and that's not their fault that's the education they receive yeah. in medical school now you know obviously they can perform surgeries they know this they know that very save your people. life yeah they'll save your life but yeah. you know they 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 don't really make you healthier because that's not what they're taught unfortunately yeah it's more of like a short-term solution rather than a long-term solution if that makes any sense yeah. that makes sense yeah. It's kind of, kind of, kind of just masking the symptoms rather than actually addressing the root cause the of problem. the problem. Right? So yeah. I remember one time I got, I remember one time I, uh, I got the, uh, I got strep throat, and I remember I was talking to the doctor. I was like, Hey, is there any, there any way I can like help my throat get better, or 
is there anything he's like no you just know that he'd go through the process <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I can tell you like five things right now. That's so crazy. That was when I started learning about ginger, and I started learning about and honey, even honey. Yeah, honey specifically, raw honey was yeah. the best, and and cinnamon. How cinnamon is so underrated, you know? Yeah. So for people who are listening right now, if you get like any sore throat or you get any kind of like cold symptoms. <laughs> One of the remedies that I have, everybody at the gym, including this guy right here in that square, <laughs> I have them make a tea out of raw honey, cinnamon, ginger, and or turmeric. Mm -hmm. Lemon in it. Yeah, or lime. Huh? Or lime. Or, yeah. And you have that, and it literally can, if you get it in the early stages of a cold or a sore throat, you can literally kill it off like that that is very true basically ginger everybody like just eat healthy what, what were we gonna say Raven? i just said ginger is magic for your body thank you yeah. i thank you someone understands me that's people call me the ginger man because i made juice all the, time. <laughs> the ginger man ginger turmeric <laughs> any of its other cousins just eat healthy everybody it's really simple eat healthy ginger. eat plenty of plenty of vegetables um all plant-based most fats and carbohydrates are plant-based and then eat a little bit of meat and you're good. Eat just yeah. a nice variety of foods and you will be extremely healthy. You won't have to take much supplements unless you are naturally deficient in something, then that's a different story. But if your average person just changing your nutrition that way, you'll start to clear up the, the bad gut bacteria that's not helping you digest your food and absorb the nutrients. You'll start to get rid of that. And, you know, you'll start to enhance your uh, external beauty, as Raven mentioned earlier, by eating healthy and putting good food into your body. And if you guys really, and I don't know if you're down for this, Raven, but I've, I've met, we've mentioned this before. If you guys really want to have a separate bonus episode where we talk about different juicing recipes or shot recipes, we can... We're, I'm down to do one. And if you want to join me, Raven, I'm, I'd love to have you there. Yeah, that would be awesome. I would love to. I also kind of forgot to mention um, about how eating healthier kind of reduces anxiety. That was also something I struggled with a lot. That'd be great to discuss, man. Tell us. Yeah. So, um, especially foods rich in magnesium, which is like cacao powder. Uh, it's definitely like a mood booster and an anxiety reducer, like dark chocolate, things like that. I actually have a cacao powder I put in a smoothie every day with like peanut butter and banana. So for anyone listening that has anxiety, look up um, magnesium rich foods. <clears throat> that sounds super good. It does. Yeah. It's kind of like a milkshake too. Like if I'm craving ice cream, I'm like, okay, I'll have this instead. Because it definitely like... Um, kills that sweet tooth you know oh man that sounds like the that sounds like the nicaraguan drink cacao oh really what's in it it's just it's literally uh milk and uh, we get the cacao seed itself and we literally grind it into the drink mm. really good it's really good my sister my sister-in-law makes the best one so shout out to shout out to mainland mainland please send me some if you can <laughs> <laughs> send me some too 
my birthday was last week. I'll I'll take it as a birthday present for the next five years. It's okay. <laughs> isn't that isn't that usually like a holiday drink though? Like it Christmas? Is, right? Yeah, I think so. Isn't it? It, 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 can, it can be like it's more like like a holiday or like a big event. I don't thing. I don't really know. I'm asking you. It's, it's like it's like a bigger like. It's more like a bigger event type of thing. Like, so for example, like with a, like a family gathering type of thing. It's kind of like that. Got you. Got you. That's what's up. It's, it's kind of like when they fry the cheese up. You know, you, you can't have fried cheese all the time. You got to have Fried cheese. Every, yeah, I remember that. Every six months or so, man. I think. I'm not going to lie. I had a little piece of that uh, a few times. It's pretty good, but I can't eat the whole thing, man. It, it gets a little stronger. It, like your throat gets irritated because there's too much salt and shit. That sounds amazing. It's good though. It's good. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, that's bomb. That's the problem so, with Filipino foods, man. Like the motherland foods, like some of them are so good, but they're so bad for you. Yeah, that's just you gotta be careful. Joe, like the conchas, like conchas, uh, like the conchas. I don't, I don't eat those, bro. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Maybe when I was a kid. Conchas <laughs> are uh, sweet bread. Sweet, sweet bread. It's like, I mean, it's just like they bake bread and then they uh, glaze it with sugar, basically. It's, yeah, no, I've had that. Yeah, they look like shells. Like, that's why they call them conchas in Spanish. Concha means. Oh, okay, yeah. There's like a place on um, East 14th that has a lot of those. And me and my sister will go sometimes and get a whole bunch. <gasps> <laughs> just like just like and you don't invite me <laughs> <laughs> no i'm cool man i ate too much of that stuff when i was a kid i'm um, good i ate a lot of like that i was, can't even eat that anymore it nah, doesn't even nah. taste good anymore for some reason i'm like getting old or something <laughs> it's too sweet it's too sweet yeah it gives, it gives me a headache man it's too sweet i can't do it yeah. good i can't do it <laughs> Y'all, unless you guys would like to add something else to this nutrition episode, I would say this is a success. I think people got a handful of books uh, recommended so they can learn a little bit more about nutrition, educate themselves. Um, they got a lot of advice from Raven, most off. We just kind of chimed in here and there. Thank you, Raven, for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. That was fun. Glad to have you would, on the line. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to have you again for, you know, like Armando said, a a juicing recipe um, episode, or maybe go a little bit further into some of the things that we talked about. Um, so, yeah, would you guys like to add anything else? No, that was it. Right there. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank for you, Raven. Me. Thank you, Mondo. Thank you, Joseph. Everybody, squad, we out. Listen up. We got some more stuff coming for y'all. Peace. Take care. Bye. Guys.